Red Pill Party Podcast, PM edition. All right. 6.47 p.m. We got close to 40 minutes of content to go through. This is only two videos, but I still have the topics that I want to talk about earlier. Beta Ballers. We're going to have a Beta Baller Saturday series. Not tonight. But we're giving the sneak preview to what's going to be going on during the podcast on Saturdays. Now, I've been trying to switch things up. You know what I mean? I've been trying to do something a little, little, little bit different. Although, from an outsider's perspective, they may come across these episodes and go, well, you just play other content, uh, other, other content's creation. Do you talk about it? Not necessarily. Not necessarily at all. Um, what was funny about today was I was I was going to try and record a lot earlier, but of course, since I overslept, woke up, went to work. When I got back from work, I pretty much went back to sleep. The weather was starting to look nice, and then it got really windy and really cold, so I figured, why the fuck risk getting sick? So I pretty much stayed in the house, and by stay, I mean sleep. I slept for like an additional three or four hours as if I needed that, but I'm up right now, ready to cook up 
ready to fire up, ready to serve some raw, real, harsh reality red pills. Okay. All right. So we're going to go look at these topics here. Okay. Money doesn't make a man, only an image. Money doesn't make a man, only an image. What do I mean by that? Well, you see, there's people who are part of the have, and then there's simply people who are part of the have not. That doesn't necessarily mean that the people who are the have nots don't have uh, more character, um, more loyalty, more principles. It has nothing to do with all that. When a person... Take these shades off. When a person talks about the money they have and the motive behind the money is a little funny, then the money doesn't really make the man. See, the man, from, from basic logic, a man works for his money. Whatever he does, he puts in the effort in order to obtain that money, right? He's not... He's not guaranteed money unless he does the guaranteed job, right? Or the work that needs to be done in order to reap the reward of money. And this leads me to the second topic, jocks jockeying for position. Now, I mentioned this a couple days ago. Actually, I mentioned this last night because that's what I was supposed to talk about. The idea of, you know, the guys coming together in the manosphere, not to, not to necessarily do anything productive, we're just going to attack the other crowd. We're going to attack the other guys. We're going to try to make the other guys look bad so everybody can come to my channel and come to my podcast and come to my page and etc. You know what I mean? Team Green Tea. Arizona Green Tea with ginseng and honey. You guys should already know. I got the gallon with me today. Tonight, I should say. I got the gallon with me tonight. So we're going to go in. We're going to talk about a lot of things. Uh, I'm going to do this in a creative fashion. I may get to one portion of the topic um, in the middle, and I may deal with the final topic at the end. So without further ado, let's jump right into it, man. It started off as a beautiful Saturday. Now it's windy as shit. Uh, my car was running out of gas, so I had to get gas. Um, for people that don't know, I am recording in my car. This is the Struggle Studio. <laughs> Jersey Judah's Struggle Studio, ladies and gentlemen. But I've kind of gotten comfortable with doing this. It's a lot better than walking. <laughs> I used to podcast and walk outside and just walk around town figuring, oh, there's not going to be a sound problem. Oh, no, the wind is not going to get in the way. Yeah, this 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 podcast is going to be completely hearable. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to switch things up, be a little bit more uh, creative. So with my car, and I got to clean my car now that I'm looking at this shit. Look like a goddamn crime scene in here. Motherfucker. We got empty. <laughs> we got <laughs> empty green tea bottles and containers on the ground. We have game cigarello wrappers. Uh, By the way, I am smoking right now as well. Um, shout out to the new plug, ladies and gentlemen. Let's give a round of applause for the new plug, please. 
Yes. If it wasn't for him, <laughs> I wouldn't be recording right now. But I have some fire on deck that I actually just put out on an introduction. But um, we're going to go right into um, right into the videos. Like I said, we only have a couple. There was one video that I didn't want to play, but there was so much to the message that we're going to have to get through a lot of the bickering, like I'm doing myself. I'm waffling, as, uh, as Replicant Fish would say. I am waffling right now. So without further ado... Um, we're going to go into the first video. I believe it is Manosphere Highlights Daily, another one. I think two. I believe two. If the first one isn't um, Manosphere Highlights Daily, then it is Pink Book Lesson. All right. So let's jump right into it. So why are we sitting up here acting like y'all ain't never heard this before? Let me let me clarify for let me clarify for him a little bit more. I've never heard of this, honestly. Let me let me clear. Let me clear. Hold on, hold on, ladies, 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 ladies. Women acting like they don't know what the wall is. Body language breakdown. Welcome to Manager Highlights Daily. For this video, we tune in to the Lapeef Network. The link is in the description. Shout out to Joel A. Newson for sending us this video. We're going to break this video down MHD style. Break down with highlight clips, evidence. How much proof do you need? If you like what we do, smash that subscribe button because we're almost at 100k subs and we're looking forward to celebrating with you guys. <coughs> oh, now it's time for us to dive into this and do what we have to do because we men, we? We men, we? You're hitting a wall. Also, we know for a fact that when a woman ages, her appearance, her attractiveness, her looks tend to decline. Tend to decline. Whereas a man, I don't know why Kayla making that face, but whereas. <laughs> you know you do. Look, look. <laughs> I remember I had this similar conversation. I mentioned it here on this episode before. And the conversation was by these two women, right? I knew these two women, right? Never did anything sexual with them, even though I would have, just to be 100 with you. Never did nothing sexual with them. Kicked it, smoked, partied with them a few times. But they were talking about men and why men were, as they say, ain't shit niggas. And I walked up and I sort of, I sort of interfered because I kind of got tired of hearing it. <coughs> like, I was on the corner. Like, I was just in the block chilling, smoking, whatever. And they sort of appeared within my uh, vicinity, within my within reach, and began having this conversation. And I was like, I was like, no offense, right? But let me ask y'all something. They're like, what's up? I was like, if you take away your vagina, what can you value a man? How? Like, what, what, what could you do to sort of overcompensate not having a vagina? And she said, well, I got a mouth and asshole too. I was like, I know you got a mouth because you're running it right now. <laughs> I know you got a mouth. You're running it right now. You know what I'm saying? But women, like as what attraction is to a woman, right? So, a female 
who's attracted to a man in today's like modern day women MDW, she's going to believe that that guy should have the same interest in her that she has in him. They can't take a loss. They're not going to take an L. And if they take an L, they're going to take it privately. And they're not going to speak on it. Women have no self-accountability. All right? So now these women, with this episode, and shout out to Manosphere Highlights Daily. Excellent channel. Please subscribe on YouTube. Um... They're talking about they had no idea about the existence of the wall. And I think some women, not all women, I think some women just never heard of the terminology, but they know what the guy is talking about. They're just not willing to acknowledge the reality that's right in front of them. The man who continues to invest and build himself up financially, hitting the gym, attractiveness, whatever else, because I could sweat old buttermilk, Ronald Isley was like the ugliest thing until... You can see when the quote-unquote wall is explained to them, it makes them uncomfortable, and this is for two reasons. One, the information that is presented to them is not working in their favor. It's not that feel-good Kool-Aid that the sisterhood has served them since they came... Remember last night, last night, the Steve Harvey segment, or... Pink Book Lessons, actually. Shout out to Pink Book Lessons. Subscribe to her as well. In that video, a 35-year-old chick was talking about she's looking for a husband. No kids, no nothing. She's a middle school teacher. But she had all of these unrealistic expectations that were not... Oh, shit, I almost dropped my lighter. That were not in her favor, right? <coughs> she had the odds against her. Now, she already approached the wall, so... She's still, she, she tries to live old fashioned, but through the feminazi narrative, she becomes controlling. She becomes manipulative. She becomes toxic in a lot of ways due to her personal decision to go along with the narrative. So you have a lot of women just going along with everything going on. They're not going to find the guy that they want because the guy that they don't want or the guy that they want essentially doesn't exist or if he exists if he exists it's too far out of her reach too far out of her reach when it comes to uh too far out of the man's reach when it comes to values and morals you understand because there's not going to be a high value man right there's not going to be high value men out here um looking for street meat high value men are not looking for street meat now they may look for them you know on a rough night they reaching out to something and those women might be it but then they get the wrong impression they get the wrong they get the wrong reception so when women go out there and fuck guys she feels validated all these guys are willing to give me attention but they're only willing to give you attention for one reason which I said to those women that very same day, if it wasn't for your vagina, you would be worthless. Out of the womb. Number two, it's the truth. And you can't handle the truth. That truth serum is bitter and sour and it will burn your soul. 
Now look at their facial expressions when they hear that their appearance will diminish. Her looks tend to decline, tend to decline. The one on the right starts laughing because she thinks this is bullshit and doesn't take what he is saying seriously. The one in the middle disagrees because she doesn't like what she's hearing. It doesn't feel good. You see her eyes look away at first, like she was thinking, oh, this doesn't sound right, so this must not be right. She's in denial because she has been on that feel-good Kool-Aid for most of her life. The one on the left is the only one that gets it. She understands that this is the truth. And like I've said before, that truth serum is bitter and sour. And that's why she makes this face, because it burns her soul. Now see what happens in the next clip. So when a woman hits the wall, it's the wall is more or less her age, and it's also her attractiveness and her usefulness to a man in terms of her womb. Her womb. The Once again, he's breaking it down like a compound. Pure science. <coughs> pure science. Pure reality. Pure, harsh realities. Um, yeah, everything he was saying is pretty much on point. So when you think about... When you think about the wall, I like to use uh, Rolo Tomasi's method of the epiphany phase. She has an epiphany phase, but the wall is like the representation of the biggest epiphany. It's like what mistakes I made in the past, who I decided to sleep with, who I shouldn't have slept with, who I decided to be with, who I shouldn't have been with, why am I alone, why am I miserable, etc. The epiphany phase. Shout out to Rolo Tomasi. Moment he said, boom, the women knew exactly what he was talking about. All women know that they have a biological clock. All of that bullshit. A 40 is the new 30 goes out the window when we talk about biology, human nature. These women want to believe that they still got it at 40 and 50, especially with social media these days. But they know that children are out of the question when they reach a certain age. Social media, <clears throat> or in this case, social engineering at its core, facilitated places are created spaces i should say that promotes one side or promotes the equality of one gender while trying to dominate and be destructive towards the other gender the men have always been seen as dominant physically and all of these other things and i will not argue that but i've always stated that the power that the manipulative woman has it's in her mind the power that she has to control others, right? The power that she has to control others is where her power lies. Her manipulative, her, her, her manipulation tactics, including makeup, her manipulation tactics, including um, um, weaves, extensions, etc. All of these cosmetic things to make a woman be perceived as beautiful but she's average at best when the weave is put away, right? The makeup is taken off and all of the other accessories are gone. See, this is what 
This is why I, me personally, like when if a woman's attractive and she has a lot of makeup, there's a couple of things that go in my mind. Number one, she depends on that. That's that's what she needs. I can't leave without putting on my face. How many times have you have have men heard women say that? <coughs> oh, well, I gotta put on my face before I come out. You know that's why that's why bitches be late. Me, like I said, I like plain Jane bitches. I tell you straight up, excuse me. I like plain Jane women. I don't like the the whorehounds. Yes, they are uh they are visibly attractive, but they are no more than um meat suits and slut spirits. <laughs> these bitches have these bitches are spirits, bad spirits, and and and, and slut skin suits. That's all they are. Now, I've said this before that women just don't really think about five years, five months. Sometimes they don't even think about five days from now. Whatever joy they can get to, they want to take advantage of it. When it comes to men, it's it's the obvious person or people you can take advantage of. You can use your beauty to um, to get a guy interested in you, right? He's the one that's going to approach you, right? You do... You do the dirty work. See, women, I figured it out with a lot of you bitches. You women are, a lot of you women are disgusting. You really are. See, what y'all do, and it, it took me a while to figure it out. It's like in, in high school or in school, you had the slut. It's funny that all of the sluts that I know, the sluts that I knew that was in middle school doing all this freaky shit, they're all married with children today. <laughs> Facts. They're all married with children. You know what? God bless them. They were able to find a guy that would that would put her in check because that's the only way that a motherfucker get married today is if both parties are are in complete understanding that if this marriage happens, this is it. It's not like that anymore. It's norm. It's normal to have to be married three times. That's normal. Like, that's not out of the norm. Fuck all that shit. A woman's fertility drops around 50% when she's in her mid-30s. And the footage proves that they were thinking, oops, he got us there. Let's continue. So why are we sitting up here acting like y'all ain't never heard this before? Let me let me clarify let me clarify for him a little bit more. I've never heard of this, honestly. Let me let me clear let me clear. Oh, hold on, ladies, 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 ladies. I don't know why women do this. And certain men do this too. Don't get it twisted. Don't get the game fucked up one bit. I don't know why people do this where you know you're on a platform where people are listening and watching you. But you will try to talk over the next person as if your voice is so loud and so clear that it it will uh, just completely bleed out the rest of the bickering that these bitches are doing. This is the reason why I didn't want to play this shit yesterday. When these women say they have never heard this before, they are speaking about the terminology. I believe them when they say that they have never heard about the wild before. Like I've said before, these women only listen to what they want to hear. They only drink that feel-good Kool-Aid. Let me give you an example of what feel-good Kool-Aid is. He must hope I find him interesting. Yes, you are not desperate, my darlings, because you are over 40, over 50. 
hitting 60, you are still a beautiful, attractive woman. RIP to my lungs. God damn. Fuck. Alright, so wow. That so <laughs> these are the women, right? And I want you guys to excuse the highness right now. I'm fucking stoned. I'm still gonna make valid points. Alright, so here it goes. So these women who are essentially washed. They are, they're not worthless to men, but they're perceived as useless. Now hear me out, this is nothing personal. You can't have children if you're past 35. They said by the time you reach your mid your mid 30s, your, uh, fertil your health, your fertility goes down 50%, something of that nature, as we heard. So that means the time is running out. You know what I mean? That's why sometimes I have to play the shot clock. Because it's too late for these 30, 40, 50, 60-year-old bitches. If you haven't had kids before, if you haven't found the man of your life, it's over for you. <laughs> Guys are walking away. So therefore, for the first time probably for a lot of these women, they're going to have to take a major L when it comes to loneliness. Major L. Major L. Now, <coughs> you can do what a lot of us men do, but you're not really capable of that. See, with guys, a lot of us were put in that position, right? We didn't choose to be in the predicaments that we're in. It's just the way that women are acting today. Their expectations are so high that when a guy says, fuck this shit, I'm not dealing with these whores, it becomes a big deal. Oh, this guy must be toxic. This guy must be this. This guy must be that. What about all of these other men? What about these other men who left the dating market? Because they realize the expectation to these whores are too high. It's too high. I'm not measuring up to what the fuck you want for me. Who the fuck are you, my parent, bitch? What the fuck is going on here? It's like, what happens, and I think this is a mixture of a lot of families, a lot of black families, a lot of families that involve uh, single mother households, not saying that it's primarily black families, but it kind of primarily is black families from a percentage level and a demographic level. So the 13 to 14% of the population, which is the melanated black uh, uh, demographic, if 61%, as I said before, of black men are single and childless, there has to be a reason, right? 61%, that's the majority of, of blacks, black males, right? 61% have no relationships, no children with a lot of these with, with, with women in general. It's not even a black love thing. Fuck that. Let's just put that to rest for a second. All right. If you're just looking at it on that angle, you'll understand. All right. The dating. 
which I said based off of looks, money, and status are large, medium, or small, depending on how you look at it. I say large, medium, and small because it goes along with looks, money, status, meaning looks essentially uh, visual interaction, attraction from that standpoint is the first. It's not the most important thing per se, at least for people that are not shallow. It is, it is the, uh, it's the wrapping paper. It's the aesthetics. It's the only way I can describe it, right? It's the cover. It's not the content. It's more of the cover of the book and not really necessarily the words or the story of the book. Okay. Money is the medium. Money is the medium because money is the medium for everybody. You can say that money is not that important for you, but if you need to make it, it becomes important. See what I mean? So looks being the aesthetics, money being the materialistic, the uh, materialism are the the resources to keep or keep up the look. Status is a bit difficult because people will make up their own little personal beliefs of what status is. So what I'm going to do, because I'm talking about it, and I'm actually in front of my house, and I'm a ghetto-ass nigga, I'm using my Wi-Fi, we're going to look up status. Status definition. All right. Status. The relative social, professional, or other standing of someone or something. The relative social, professional, or other standing of someone or something. An example would be an important an improvement in the status of women. An improvement in the status of women. Okay. Second. Second definition. All right. The, the position of affairs at a particular time, especially in political or commercial context. An update on the status of the bill. All right. So status. The relative. Social, professional or other standing of someone or something. Social or status in a social aspect can just break down to represent representation, uh, reputation, position, etc. Okay, just like the second definition, the position of affairs at a particular time, especially in a political or commercial context. All right. They say a full, the full meaning of status. Okay. Definition of status, position or rank in relation to others. Oh, okay. All right, hold up. Position or rank in relation to others, the status of a father. That's interesting. Wow. Um, Relative rank in a hierarchy of prestige, especially high prestige, the condition of a person or thing in the eyes of the law, uh, state or condition with respect to circumstances and status of negotiations. Very interesting. So somebody with status, <clears throat> and this is why it's considered small, right? Because to a man, 
Let me explain. To a man, status is small. This is why. Men have always been told to be what? The breadwinner, right? They're told to be the breadwinner. They're told to obtain the status. They're told to display character. Because unlike most attractive women, their looks doesn't really get them far as men. See, this here is an important message. This goes along with the idea when the woman takes the medium, which is the money, and maxes out on it. In the same way in RPGs, when you max out on a character, every, every person you come across in the game are going to be considered weak. You're going to have all of the powers when it comes to one ability. Now, your money could be maxed out. You could be Tommy Lauren, but you can still be miserable. You can still feel that men are trash. And it's okay for those women to say men are trash because they're women. When guys start saying the modern day woman is garbage, all of a sudden it's, it's going to be bullets flying everywhere. Lots of men would love to go out with you, have a relationship with you, and yes, you can still get married after 40, after 50. It's not because I wasn't thin enough or slim thick enough or whatever, you know? I guess this is a gentle reminder that we should just kind of focus on ourselves and on our life path and try to remember that certain people are crappy because they uh, are crappy in their mind. They can't figure themselves out, but it's nothing to do with you. It's nothing to do with the way that you are or the person that you are or the things that you do. Never feel like you have to change for someone. Never feel like you have to be you have to fit what that person wants because at the end of the day, you should really just worry about what you want. And now <laughs> I love that because here's the thing. Guys are doing exactly what you are saying women should do. But the reason why, as a matter of fact, let's play this back again so I can break this down just to a molecule. Crappy because they uh, are crappy in their mind. They can't figure themselves out. But it's nothing to do with you. It's nothing to do with the way that you are or the person that you are or the things that you do. Never feel like you have to change for someone. Never feel like you have to be, you have to fit what that person wants. Because at the end of the day, you should really just worry about what you want. And All right. Now, there's so much problems to point out with this. Number one, bitches are the ones with the high expectations. These guys aren't out here judging women like that. That's the reason why most of these dirty ass smuts are still getting dick. The reason why most of these dirty ass smuts are getting dick because of the desperation of the modern day man. Y'all are still getting dick down, but y'all are not looked at as long-term material so in return you try to flip the script and see this this is what always pisses me off y'all flip the script right y'all say now that you should care about what you want and not what a man wants but yet you still want a man to get in line and follow your routine what the fuck what what's going on then it all changes this is her just, this is her in her 30s, her, her probably early 30s, because she feels the media and the sisterhood 
has empowered her, but it's a false sense of entitlement that she has. And that entitlement, she'll get it from mass media. She'll get it in um, commercials and advertisements because women are the mass consumers. I think that's by like 70% or something like that last time I checked. All of these, what I'm saying is they've been conditioned to think this way. It's not even really about being directly mad at the woman. It's just you know as a man, especially a red pill wear man, that she's just manipulated. She's been manipulated by mass media like most of these other women. That's why you'll see men, a lot of men who step out, it's not necessarily a... It's not uncommon for a lot of men to speak against something. With women, they sort of get in line, or if they complain, they do it because they're just problematic. They're problematic. A lot of women just go around looking for shit to complain about, and they'll tell each other, hey, just focus on doing you, but then have a... This bitch will still have four paragraphs of what she expects from a man with that mindset that she has. Men don't give a fuck about, you know, your expectations really at the end of the day, especially if it's completely unrealistic. Who you want to be and who you are as a person. This is what these women are listening to. They don't care what we have to say. That's why these Manosphere channels are important because our voices need to be heard. So the term, wow, no. What it embodies, yes. Let's take it a step further. He hit every point directly. He was—he is exactly right. But let me give y'all a little bit more clarification. Y'all are familiar with the sexual marketplace value, right? Yes? No? You got, ladies, you can nod or blink one time. Are y'all familiar? <laughs> familiar with the sexual marketplace value? You just blink. You know why they're not communicating back? Because, see... <laughs> That's funny. The sexual SMV. I talk about SMV a lot, but a lot of people don't talk about RMV, which is relationship market value. Now, the relationship market value is what should take place when there is a physical attraction and connection between two people. So the physical is all out of the way. If the that being said, the physical needs to be maintained. So for a lot of you dumpster bitches. <clears throat> y'all come into the relationship, uh, y'all come into the relationship 50 pounds lighter and wonder why my, uh, a man's not paying you no fucking mind. You know what I'm saying? You got fat, all right? If y'all can fat shame men, a lot of y'all dumpster, dumpster-shaped bitches, um, tool-shed-shaped bitches, um, WWF Titantron-shaped bitches need to go somewhere, lose some weight, Sit down and shut the fuck up somewhere, please. 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 Dumpster shaped bitches. And see, what I've noticed, what I've noticed is like it's an experiment that goes on with certain women. Certain women, like I said, they've maxed up financially. So they have money wise what they live what they need to live comfortably they have their own house they have their careers some of them have their businesses some of them have cars some of them even have boats and yachts but what they don't have is a man all that money that they've made they thought that would put them in a better spot for certain guys but guys aren't willing to benefit off of you financially this is proof that i always use 
when women talk about men being shallow when it comes to certain things. A woman, you'll never hear a guy say, oh, I was going to talk to this bitch, but she didn't have the right Birkin bag. Oh, I was going to talk to that bitch, but she had to knock off, uh, uh, she had to knock off Gucci scarf. Couldn't talk to her. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. You know? Yeah, I walked up on this one chick and she just had a plain white t-shirt on. I can't deal with that bitch. You'll never hear a man say that ever. What you will hear is a fair amount of bitches go, oh, that guy don't got the right shoes on. He don't got the right this. He doesn't have the nice car. He doesn't have the job that I expect a man to have. He's not doing this. He's not doing that, et cetera, et cetera. But if a man were to ever show that amount of criticism to a bitch to a point where it's like, all right, you don't have the right shoes. You know, got black men who's fed up with the shit. They'll go, fuck it. I'm not dealing with a bitch who wear a weave. No disrespect. No disrespect. I legitimately don't have a reason to deal with bitches with weaves. My personal, my preference, my preference. To a point where even if white bitches said, yeah, I'm wearing extensions, I got an extension on now. Bitch, you put to the side too. We do not discriminate, happy Black History Month people. We do not discriminate over here, bitch. Oh, you think you seen you seen um what what when you, you think you seen uh Shanique? You think you can get the weave like Shanique and still get men too? That's a negative. You're out of here. <laughs> Technical foul. You're out the game. <laughs> Beat it. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. That's how much I don't like that, right? <coughs> now, let me give you an example of reality. Just because I feel that way, once again, that word, feel, that doesn't mean women are going to stop doing it or women should stop doing it. If that's what the fuck they want to do, that's what they can do. At the same time, I can also choose to not be attracted to them. That's all. And then if it comes with Oh, that's the reason why you don't date black women, huh? Da, 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 da. I say, yeah, and going along with the second reason you're displaying now, your attitude. It's not directly about looks. And see, that's what that's what most black women don't get. The guys who decide, hey, I'm gonna try to date Susie around the corner. I'm gonna date fucking Tiffany down the street. You know, blonde hair, blue eye. Uh, uh, what did the one nigga call it? The shit bass nigga, um, <laughs> Caucasoid, Caucasoid demon. I'm going to, I'm going to date the Caucasoid demon. <clears throat> All of those women are so insecure that the first thing they'll say in return is you're a self hater. But that decision of you dating that woman may have little to do with looks. You may still like the physical appearance of a black woman like most men. You love the physical appearance of a black woman, but it's the extra shit that comes along with it. It's the attitude that comes along with it. It's the problematic behavior that comes along with it. It's inexcusable. 
if you know us as a yes no do y'all want to talk no okay no once again the one on the left understands what's going on she smiles because she already knows which way things are going why why because it's in the name sexual market value just put one on one together you don't need to be a rocket scientist to get an idea of what SMV means. There's a song called Sexual Healing by Marvin Gaye. We all knew what he was talking about. All right, listen. Sexual market value is like attraction, like exterior. <laughs> the best way I, I would I, I would want like Rolo Tomasi to listen to this. Like look at sexual market value as the exterior part of attraction. The sexual market value is the exterior part of the attraction. So a guy who's guy who's in good shape, nice build, works, constantly gets paid, provides for himself, doesn't really need. He has his group of people he deal with. He doesn't need uh, too much. You know what I mean? But he has enough. You guys catch my drift. So he's not really out here thirsting or falling for the BS. He's in a higher sexual market value place. Now, because of that attitude, because of his appearance, because of his size, that SMV is high. Now, when it comes down to where the rubber meets the road, you're dealing with relationship market value. Now, this is something that a lot of guys don't know <laughs> because these are characteristics that goes outside of the exterior part of the attraction. This is the interior, right? This is where it all counts. And relationship market value goes with pair bonding, goes with other things that I will talk about more that I'm sure a lot of other guys talk about, but I feel that it's not talked about enough amongst common folk. You feel me? Not these fucking internet, social media, uh, as, as, <laughs> as DJ Academic said, godfathers and gurus and senseis of this shit. Can I be the red pill sensei? I think red pill sensei. I think that's good, man. Red pill sensei. That's like a that's like a group of men, right? That have came to the realization. Some of them have even participated in monk mode. Some even participated, um, you know, within more uh, plate spinning mindset. I'm not necessarily a huge fan of that. I've told people about that. I think that's one of the things when I mentioned Rolo Tomasi, that's like one of the only things I really disagree with. But I disagree with it so much due to the nature of society today. <coughs> you know, a lot of things in his post were from close to 20 years ago. So, of course, it's going to be from a different time period um, where a different generation was coming up and things were semi-structured um social media during those times wasn't wasn't really a thing dating apps wasn't necessarily a thing the only thing that it broke down to was um america online maybe america online instant messenger and maybe like you know yahoo mail and shit like that i don't even think gmail was out during that time yet and that's google mail so i don't even know what i'll say is this <laughs> The things that are going on today, when you understand what is going on today, you're understanding 
or you're overstanding at that point, it's you're not going to really tolerate a lot of shit, especially out of women. Like you're not going to tolerate this conditional femininity. <clears throat> you know, as a man, you should be. Well, I'm not going to say that. I was about to say something that would kind of go overboard. But I'm as a heterosexual man, you should be attracted to. Um, you you should be you should be attracted to feminine women. Why deal with a woman? who has an ego, why deal with a woman who has a false bravado, a false sense of entitlement, a false, um, just, just a false belief of having this many expectations of being unvaluable? How, my question would be, how did we as men allow this shit to happen? See, a lot of dudes will just point to blame, bitch this, bitch that, thought. Me, I use whorehound. I use all types of terrible um, language. When it comes to these women, this isn't all women, right? But like I say, if a woman gets personally offended by it, then it has to strike a core somewhere inside of you. Better get that shit checked out. You know what I mean? See, Tommy, see, like with Tommy Sotomayor, right? Does they actually release? Daddy? See, look, man, this is why I. I find fresh and fit to be entertaining. And I do, I do believe that if there's anybody who would deserve like the goat, there's a lot of people that would call Tommy Sotomayor the goat. And he displays reasons time and time again, why people would believe that. Do I believe it personally? Yes, to an extent. When it comes to the black manosphere, and if people really put away the manosphere or black this or black that, when it comes to the information towards men, a lot of people lean towards a Tommy Sotomayor approach than a, let's say, Tyreek Nasheed approach. Or a Hassan Campbell approach. And shout out to them. Everything's not for everybody. But... I did check out the Fresh and Fit podcast. Well, both episodes, actually. Now that I remember it, before I passed out. Um, and Tommy came back. Of course, there were like nine or ten bitches. And like, of course, all of these bitches are bad. Like, And I get tired of dudes saying, oh, you calling these bitches, you calling these bitches bad? You a simp. Oh, you saying she's attractive? She's a, you, a, you, you a simp, bro. Like, nigga, shut your hyper ass up and sit down somewhere, nigga. The fuck is wrong with these niggas, man? But yeah, there's some attractive women that go on fresh and fit. And yes, it's not it's not a jab to say this, but I do believe the core audience, being men, go on there because those attractive women are present. Now, this doesn't necessarily take away any credibility from the Fresh and Fit duo because they, they've they been putting together a lot of good content on an entertainment level. And depending on how you feel about the content creators like Tommy Sotomayor and others who show up, it's always an exciting and eventful episode. So <clears throat> Tommy pretty much getting assaulted by a bitch, which I'm not making that a joke at all. See, a lot of guys, they find that shit funny. I don't, especially for a man who spoke nothing but facts. And I looked, when you look at the video, it's different than listening to the audio. 
See, I listened to the audio. Now, the funny thing about it was these two were sitting right next to each other. So whoever sat them down, of course, anybody, anybody in their right state of mind will say, well, that sounds fun. That sounds interesting because this woman who wanted to be confrontational within like the last 10, 15 minutes of the show, it seemed orchestrated, but it wasn't, it wasn't as if I felt fresh and fit were responsible because they're just, they're in Myron's crib, bro. Like that's, you know what I mean? He chilling, living the dream. He recording his crib. These bitches, he fly, bitch fly out. He fly him out to his pad. You know what I'm saying? To do episodes. And like I said, uh, the episode that Tommy came back on, he was surrounded by, looks wise, some some high ranking women. They they always put like if you pay attention to Fresh and Fit. <clears throat> You don't have to necessarily be fans or be like huge followers of them. But if you pay attention to the setup of the show, they'll always put two or they put like one decent to just an ugly bitch. For some reason, they, they, they put one bitch in a bad position. man. There's always like one un, unattractive bitch. But anyway, there's a table full of women. Now this, now this, when I saw this episode, I kind of said to myself, all right, this is set up. Now, the reason why I'm saying this is just the atmosphere. So you got the table where they originally sit at. You got Myron who sits closest to the camera on the soundboard and on the, uh, he's going through the messages. You got fresh right across from him. You know what I mean? Looking like the uh, fucking Prince of Zamunda. And then you got all these bitches lined up and then Tommy is at the far point in the middle. Well, not in the middle, but far out. It's a weird setup with the table. Now, there's two black women. Now, out of all these, there's actually, there's multiple black women. Or there's women who are, like, black and Hispanic there, because you can tell by looking at them. You know what I'm saying? But there's two separate black women who are, like, on a couch. Like, not far, but away from the table. So, when they talk, you won't know until they talk, and then the camera will point to them. You feel me? Like they're that far away from the cut. So you can see the animosity because you got Tommy Sotomayor. Like DJ Academics is correct. I will say this. Um, Tommy Sotomayor is like the Ghostbusters when it comes to these ratchet whores. When it comes to these ratchet dysfunctional bitches, don't get it twisted. Tommy Sotomayor is the equivalent of the Ghostbusters. He's like the Demon Slayers when it comes to these whorehounds. He's the Demon Slayer when it comes to these hellish whorehounds. People know that. Everybody knows that. So, because everybody knows that, anybody who's black, and it's fucked up to say this, but it's the truth, Tommy with himself would agree with this. Anybody who's black or who's from a particular background or setting they're always going to have some form of animosity towards tommy it may not be it may be short term it may be long term you may not pick it up until the last minute like this bitch just brought it up out of nowhere and this was just a funky asshole that didn't get any dick just despicable these women are sick anyway uh 
We're out here chilling. Literally chilling. It's 31 degrees Fahrenheit. It is 7.40 p.m. I am chilling in my car. Where's my fucking blunt? Did I smoke that blunt already? There's no way in hell, dude. Oh, I still got a little bit. Damn. There's no way in hell. Excuse me. You know, going back to Tommy, though. So he's in, he's, he's like at the far end surrounded by this, I don't know if she's Puerto Rican or whatever, but she, she got the sleazy slut tattoos. I like shit like that. I'm not, see, I'm not, I'm not a guy who's going to sit back and say, oh, well, she got five tattoos. So that means she's toxic. (laughs) You bring them hoes over here. We'll take those. Yeah. Back those in. Back those in. Oh, ho, who's this? Who's this? Susie. Susie looking like Lizzo. Get Lizzo out of here. <laughs> we'll take those. Those so-called toxic women that these dudes talk about. These fucking conservative cucks. They'll sit back and go, well, she has piercing and she has a tattoo. So I, I can't deal with her. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to pass. Fuck it. Bring them up. <laughs> Bring them up. We baptize these bitches out here. We'll baptize them. We'll baptize these whores. You know what I'm saying? With with logic and, and common sense and harsh realities. We finna back. We finna baptize some bitches tonight. We're not drowning hoes, but we baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The woman in the middle and the one on the right are emotional thinkers. They were not listening to process the information with logic. They were feeling the words. Uh-huh. I'll get back to this later. Cook. Pay close attention Cook. to what's going to happen next. Cook. All right. So this is basically what the sexual marketplace value is. What women desire in men. Is this Kevin what... Samuels terminology? Oh, boy. Oh, man. Here we go. Here we go. I used to, like, don't get me wrong, like, Kevin Samuels, to an extent, he is an excellent source of entertainment, at best, and the reason why a lot of man, a lot of those in the manosphere feel the same is because, number one, he's actually portrayed to be a person he's not, meaning, I'm not saying he's broke or nothing, I'm saying he's a guy who's more for women than against them. It's just the women don't figure that out. Tommy Sotomayor, same, not the same, but completely different. But a lot of people will say, and I've witnessed it, a lot of things that Tommy said in the past, Kevin said recently. Understandable. Now, him being on the show, all that, I don't know. Don't really care either. But there was a point that was made. My thing is like recognition, right? If if you if you can if you can address somebody's content or somebody's words, you can at least give credibility. If you give credibility once, yet you still use the content multiple times, then that kind of comes with a cause. See what I mean? Like the whole church thing. The whole church thing was uh, 
inspired by Minister Jap, but I wasn't trying to jack that and use that every episode. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause that's not what I want to do. I want to have my own, my own pattern of sound, my own pattern of shit that I talk about. You know what I mean? And it, I, and I want it broken down to where it's almost 50, 50, where certain guys will just get the entertainment aspect. They won't take the message serious. That's fine. Thanks for the listen. Thanks for the participation. And then there's the people that listen to it for the educational value. And I appreciate that too, but I'm not the godfather of anything. I'm no grandmaster. I am the sensei, the red pill sensei, Jersey Judah. That's, that's a, that's a, that sounds smooth. The red pill sensei, Jersey Judah. Or Jersey Judah, the red pill sensei. That's clean. That's clean as fuck. <laughs> you see? Kevin Samuels went mainstream and people are hearing the things that we've been talking about for many, 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 many years for the first time in their lives, which is great because I've said this before. I'll say it again. Rolo Tomasi is correct. The red pill should never be mentioned mainstream. The red pill will never be mentioned mainstream. Now, Kevin Samuels isn't necessarily mainstream. But he is that guy who's on the forefront, fresh and fit. They're on the same level in that sense because their reputation of who they are almost perceives what they are, or it almost takes away the entire aspect of the messenger. It's just people who want the message. Now, I said before that this is a good thing. You don't want a group of crazy motherfuckers, fanatics praising you like you Jesus Christ. You don't want that. You just want people who appreciate and respect what you do. You know what I'm saying? Like, you never want to be looked at as the head of anything. This is just my, this is why I say this. It's just like crime, right? The crime families. When you are considered the head of something, Right. If you are considered the head of like a crime family, if you're the boss of something, you are always going to be conceit. You're always going to be followed or watched by certain enemies. You will you will constantly be in that position where you are most most you are like the easy and most open target because you are the head of something. Meaning there are people that are willing to take you out to take your position. When you're able to understand what's going on, and like I said, the the alpha male, I think like the alpha male mindset is the opposite of what I'm saying. I want people to understand this. So, like, with the alpha males, they want, they are destined leaders of packs. They're destined leaders of packs by nature. It's not, it almost goes beyond physical. I think, I think Donovan Sharp and Rolo Tomasi talked about this before, where they just are. They don't have to say anything about themselves because people, in a sense, they figure it out. They'll see, okay. You know, this guy is making money. 
they'll see, okay, this guy uh, is comfortable in his own space. They'll see him amongst his entourage. But there's a difference when you have an alpha male who's trying to be ahead of a pack, and then you have the sigma male who's a lone wolf almost creating his tribe and his pack more organically. The self-development starts first. Very important, gentlemen. The self-development. Understanding who you are, what you are, and what you want. What you want out of life. Do you want to just go along to get along? Okay. Join the feminazis. We don't promote the go along to get along idea over here for a multitude of reasons. For one, I don't, I don't really care. See me, I'm not a violent person. I'm not a hostile person. You know what I'm saying? I'm not out here getting caught up in some BS. I'm really to myself. I stay to myself. If I would want, <clears throat> if I want to just sit back, do what I'm doing now, which is essentially fine, make the money that I make, which is essentially good, and stay in the position that I'm in for the next, I don't know, five years, I'd be comfortable because I would have got to a certain point where it's like, all right, I have enough saved in where I can probably travel. I'm thinking about going to where my homeboy lives at. He lives he lives in Indiana somewhere. I'm thinking about going in his neighborhood, getting like an apartment somewhere in that area. Cause uh probably be out there causing some havoc for sure. Um because like up here, like I said, it's not enough there's nothing up here for me, which has been easy to deal with, where it's like all right, um, where's the women at? All right, let me go to the bar. Uh, let me spend some money and buy some drinks. Negative. Now, I'll go to the bar. Like, a lot of the times, a lot of the, a lot of the people that I still hang out with, when I, when I get a chance to, essentially, when I'm not working or when I have free time and I'm not exhausted from the week ahead or the week previously, I'll go... I'll go to, I'll go to like the bars with them. Like, oh, we'll go over here. You know, niggas will get the, uh, we'll get the picture. You know what I mean? We get the whole picture. We get like two, three pictures. You know what I mean? And then and we get three pictures, one picture each person. And then the, the second one, the third one, I should say, is split. That's how niggas usually do it. You know what I mean? That's the tradition an hour neck of the woods. So that'll be the only time I'll go. And it wouldn't even be a social thing. It is it is a social thing because a lot of times I haven't seen these people in a while, but it's more of a personal thing rather than just a group of um, other people who are in their own groups. If you look at high school, and this is like how fucked up our society is. I want you to think about this. If you look into high school or better yet, like junior high is when it starts to click start. Certain activities separate certain people, etc. The group gatherings and shit are all separated in the same way that bars are usually set up later on in life. 
All you got to do is pay attention and compare the current bar that you're in to a cafeteria in school. You got you got this group of people who are together with this group of people who are with this group of people. Now, every once in a while, you'll have an occasional party or an event where everybody knows one another and it's like a fucking episode of Cheers, but that rarely happens, right? <laughs> Y'all know what I mean. It rarely happens. But that's the closest representation that you have to what our society became. I think social media becomes our cafeteria in a lot of places. Where in the same essence of where school is, it's about reputation and status. It is not what it should be about or what it is set up or designed to be about, which is education and et cetera. Um, education, degree, shit like that. The real world, um, the real world indoctrination. And I'm going to do, matter of fact, that's going to be something tomorrow. The real world indoctrination. Okay. Let's see. Dirty ass lawnmower. I hate I hate Hondas with a passion, bro. Um The real world. I almost forgot, dude. Sorry. I was I was really I was really trying to remember remember this shit, but I know if I talked, I, I would have completely drowned the rest of the thought that I had. The real world indoctrination. We're gonna talk about that tomorrow. And that's gonna be sort of a reference to high school and kind of what high school teaches you. The high school teaches you the education towards thirteenth grade. In other words, college. They don't say much or they don't really promote much about trades or anything specific some high schools do a lot of them don't it's just 13th grade college debt etc that's really what it breaks down to okay so now you take away that you clean that because that doesn't mean shit at the end of the day you put you put women in the environment where are you women essentially have created their environment where they can be as judgmental, they can be as entitled, they can be as disrespectful as other bitches. Because the next bitch that does it, she has this much in the bank account. She's driving this car. She owns this company. She has this house in the hills. She has this house on the beach. And all of these things sound good to that woman to where they essentially sell away or throw their lives away when it comes to the idea of, hey, I need to find a husband. Hey, I want to have children, etc. All that doesn't matter because it's all about getting a bag. It boosted the value of management channels and repel content creators in general. But now people think Kevin Samuels invented this terminology. Now they think that Kevin Samuels is the first to spread this knowledge and we're just a bunch of copycats repeating <laughs> what he says. No, that's not true. Kevin Samuels. Now there are some exceptions to the rule, of course. And I'm going to be real with y'all and point out the exceptions. There are several men now who have taken the, I would say, the formula, it's the best way I can describe it, 
they've taken the formula of Kevin Samuels and they've taken the appeal or the appearance of Fresh and Fit. So their show will consist their show will consist of the same setting of Fresh and Fit where it's this big table and there's a couple of bitches and a couple of guys and they'll argue back and forth. They'll talk about what which one ain't shit, which one ain't doing this, which one ain't doing that. And it's not going to be as entertaining as Fresh and Fit. It's not going to really have much of a message in the way that, in my opinion, um, Kevin Samuels has for his content. And you'll never, you'll never see it for what it generally is because it's never anything genuine. It's just copy and paste of the next content creator. And then on top of that, They'll out they'll outright diss those niggas, knowing that they're using the same formula. Knowing that they're using the same factor or the same appeal as the next content creator that they're disrespecting. So in a lot of ways, there are copycats and there are clones of these people. It's just most black men in the manosphere are not that. Hasn't been in this space for that long, but the information, the knowledge has been here for a long time. And this proves that women in general are not interested in what we have to say here in the manosphere. And the mainstream media is avoiding this knowledge because it doesn't benefit their agenda. Okay. No, this is life. This is honestly sexual marketplace value has been around way before Kevin Samuels got popular. Oh, okay, okay. Real talk. All right. So sexual marketplace value is largely. The thing that pay attention to their body language. He is explaining what SMV is, and once again, the one on the left understands it. The one in the middle is not feeling it, and the one on the right is looking to disagree. Pay attention. So does that help a little bit? Have you ever looked up this SMP? Have you ever just it's, it's called SMV, first of all. But go SMV, ahead. sorry, sorry, I misspoke. That was my bad. <laughs> She was looking to disagree. She didn't acknowledge a word he said. She even pronounced SMV the wrong way. And Cassie J explains exactly what's happening right here. Check this out. And there's an important rule in documentary filmmaking. As an interviewer, you do not interrupt. So I'm asking questions and I'm getting their full life story. And in the moment, I didn't realize it. But now looking back, I can see that while I was conducting my interviews, I wasn't actually listening. I was hearing them speak and I knew the cameras were recording, but in those moments of sitting across from my enemy, I wasn't listening. What was I doing? I was anticipating. I was waiting to hear a sentence or even just a couple of words in succession that proved what I wanted to believe, that I have found the misogynist, the ground zero of the war on women. She's not listening, but she hears him speak. She's feeling the words. And because it's not what she wants to hear, these words don't feel good. So now she only hears meow, 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 meow anticipating, waiting to hear something that she can disagree with and prove him wrong. Let's take it a step further. Was that statement about men having built the skyscrapers and the bridges anti-women? I thought, well, what, what would be the gender reverse scenario? Maybe a feminist saying, just look around. 
everyone you see was birthed by a woman. Wow, that's a powerful statement. And it's true. Is it anti-male? I don't think so. I think it's acknowledging our unique and valued contributions to our society. Exactly. You have to acknowledge the differences that men and women have. Modern women have a problem with this. And that's why Cassie J's documentary, The Red Pill, is a classic and must watch. <clears throat> um, SMB, have you ever looked it up? Well, no, what are, you, what are you talking about? I'm just asking, have you ever looked it up? I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, have look you up ever what? You want me to look up? You want have, me to look up the Google sexual marketplace value? I have not. I have not, Kay. Oh, okay. I can tell. You you know what it is? Because you told me you wasn't. I just it, Googled it real quick. And it's it's <laughs> it's a talking point <laughs> that certain online communities have. It's not like a thing that it, it is a thing. You said you haven't ever looked it up. How do you know? What does that mean? Oh, that does not have anything to do with the conversations that's being had. Type on Google. Uh, hey, wait. Hey, you can look whatever it is. Or whatever. Willa, don't argue with her. Don't argue. Don't do it, Willa. Don't do it, Willa. Willa, don't argue with Somebody is making a point. What she did right here was for the sisterhood. She was not just going to sit there and get schooled by these men and look weak in the eyes of the sisterhood. Unfortunately, these guys took the bait. Because women are agents of chaos. They excel in chaos. We also do things for the brotherhood, for the barbershop. Take a look at this recent example of what we do for the brotherhood. And then you saw Zach Levine. All right, we're going to skip that because it's a lot of basketball references, and I don't give a shit about that. If you guys want to check out the whole video, Manosphere highlights daily. Like I said, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Excellent content, but we're going to skip through a little bit of this um subjective thing it's a talking point that was for the brotherhood right, for the barbershop if he really wanted to swing at lebron he would have done it right here type in best nba fights and you will see them go at it immediately don't argue with Arilla because just it because she doesn't crazy. just be just because she she thinks the way she thinks does not make it. Any it's less not true. me thinking the way I think. I literally just did a quick Google search, a quick one. And what does that have to do with anything? It has to do with a lot because this is a very um subjective thing. It's a talking point in the pickup artist manosphere, all these communities. It's very subjective. And you all have just run with it as if it's some kind of scientific, uh, what? <laughs> she just dug herself in the biggest hole possible. All sex and V is, and women can agree or disagree, but it's a fact that sex and V exists because they're not going to date ugly men. They're not going to date less attractive men. They're not going to date less appealing men. That is sexual market. That is the sexual market value. That is the sexual marketplace. It can be created in social media. It can be directed or aimed with dating apps. Sexual market value is not just something that's been created from thin air. It's the one to 10 reference that everybody use, including the women, especially the women. They're quick to call a man ugly. They're quick to say a man's fat. They're quick to say a man's unattractive, right?
But it just so happens that most of these bitches that do so today are fat, disgusting, cow-shaped whores. <laughs> With nothing to offer. See what I mean? It's different when a woman can say, yeah, I understand the reverence of sexual market value, but uh, I just don't believe that it's necessarily a factor. She could have said it like that. But no, she wanted to go against the talking point and she incorporated the pickup artist. She incorporated the manosphere. And what did that all do for her? Made her look like a complete and utter fucking fool. Now guys like me are going to use y'all bitches for target practice. Verbally. I want to correct that verbally, verbally, verbally. Let's continue. And this is where she messed up big time. You run a Google search quickie and now you want to claim that the information that's presented to you is not scientifically backed up. Let's take a look at the definition of science, science, knowledge from the careful study of the structure and behavior of the physical world, especially by watching, measuring, and doing experiments and the development of theories to describe the results of these activities. So let's get into some science. See, when you work in this space, you deal a lot with data. You see people making choices about other people whom they like or dislike, you see people's biases come alive in the numbers. And a lot of these online dating companies, including mine, have publicized these findings. And the results unfortunately corroborate some of the ugliest, the most superficial stereotypes about people and how we behave that I just- Now, what I find funny is, it's the same where, like, dude, it's our society's really fucked up. Like, seriously, it's really fucked up where the people who participated in the creation of Facebook and social media, the people who participated in the creation of um, of social media beyond, you know, just status and communication where it's like multimedia, uh, YouTube, things of that nature. It's quite interesting that if you ask them, do they allow their kids to have these things? They say, absolutely not. Now, somehow it's acceptable for you and your child to be indoctrinated by all of the messages on the left-leaning mainstream media platform. But for their kids, it's unacceptable. Interesting. Just wish weren't true. All right. So she talks about data. She talks about numbers. Men lie, women lie, but numbers don't lie. The data is published. You can find it. Stop doing Google search quickies. Now pay attention. <laughs> quickies. Let me share with you a few examples. One of the most common stereotypes about related to dating about men is that they only go after younger women. Well, it's actually very easy to prove this out using data. Let's take a look at how much men like women by age. Here on the x-axis, you see men's age. On the y-axis, women's age. 
We decided to plot how much, how often men like women using different colors. Here, green represents men liking women often, and the red reverse. And voila! It's very obvious that no matter how old men are, they go after younger women. <laughs> and by the heavy concentration of greenness at the bottom of the graph, it really is younger the uh, younger the be be the younger the woman the better. The data. Younger the woman the better. I'm 35. I can't believe uh, Chad, who's 28, likes a younger woman. I can't believe it. Uh, 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 I should be entitled to him. Uh, uh, I guess uh, 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 the younger the person, the better. I'm this old and piece of shit. I'm nobody. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm just... Um, uh, 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 uh. Proves that men are looking to date younger women. This confirms that women's SMV drops when they get older. Drops. As you can see, women in their 30s turn yellow, and the older they get, the more their dating opportunity decrease. 34-year-old women show red. You don't need to be a rocket scientist to understand this, but it's always interesting to see the numbers corroborate what we've been talking about for years. This lady just had to stutter because it's that bitter, sour, true serum that burns her soul. It really is younger the uh, younger the bet be the younger the woman the better. Specifically detailing what women want from men and what men want from women. And largely it, it aligns with what it is that I just said. And these are right? all opinions fine. The need to be right. It's ignorant to think that men cannot provide valid information when it comes to the opposite sex. Who do you think is doing these studies and making these apps to collect the data? Men are at the forefront of these things. Thank um, you. Honestly, swear to God, I've never heard the terminology the wall um, at all. But I get what Anton is saying. Our value kind of goes down the older that we get. Um, I look better the older I get, so, you know. Like I said before, the one... What, see, you see the point that I always made when it comes to certain chameleon women, like the women who decide to be the best of the best she'll always downplay other women while trying to pedestalize herself right we'll let this guy explain it on the left understands what's going on here but she just had to say that she looks better the older she gets and that's a negative you don't decide that <laughs> let's give you an example of a lady that aged very well Sanaa Leighton you know, Hollywood is not for the negative. faint of heart. Yeah. I mean, you guys get to see all of this, the hair and the makeup, and you know, when I'm doing press, it just seems kind of like everything is great. Social media, everybody kind of shows that good face. But the truth is, it is it is probably one of the most brutal businesses ever. She's <laughs> I like that term, brutal. You see, I... I have a problem with listening to older women. This is my reason. Anytime you come across the older woman who's stuck in her ways, 
Just understand there's nothing that can be done about it. Anything logical that you bring up, she'll always have combative words for it. She can even just give you a backhanded compliment, right? That's her passive way of saying, okay, you made your point. Because a lot of these bitches don't want to be wrong. They always want to be, they always want to be in the right. You know what I mean? That's for one. They always want to be in the right. And regardless of how much they believe they struggle, how much shit they believe they go through in this country, in Western civilization, all of these bitches are on easy mode. Is this easy mode? Shut up! Alright, but that's what it is. Most women who complain about this country and what position they're in, it's like they don't have the insight or education of what's going on in the world around them. And it's what it's what most of our cultures and groups of people in this culture or in this civilization, it's black, white, Hispanic, anybody who's in the Western who's who's involved within the Western culture. Feminazis. Western culture, but it's spreading the independent, strong independent. It's spreading. Now, what's going to end up happening is you're going to have all these other women. They're going to generally act the same, do the same shit, have the same talking points. They all got OnlyFans, and even these fat refrigerator shaped bitches. They need to go somewhere, right? But they'll all participate in it. And what's going to end up happening is, um, birth. The birth rate's going to go down. Any family structure will no longer exist. It will be guys trying to stay as far away from modern women as possible. Because in their minds, and in my mind, the same way, we've came to the conclusion that you guys aren't worth tolerating. Why talk to someone that you literally have to tolerate? Right? It's almost like a person you don't like at your job constantly talking to you. It's the same sort of same scenario, almost. It becomes more of a problematic experience than a conflict resolution experience. You know what I'm saying? Still looks great, but you can see compared to the 90s that she didn't need all of that makeup on her face in the video on your left. When she washes her face, you will see wrinkles, pale skin, and she needs all that makeup to cover these things up. Check out our video, The Deception of Makeup. It's ridiculous what they can do with makeup these days. What women need to understand is that it's not just your looks that make you attractive. Youth comes with a certain energy, a certain body language that's attractive to men. Young women glow, they have this spark in their eyes. When women get older, they lose this glow. The spark in their eyes. Check out a video about women feeling invisible after 40. That <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's one of those nights. Yep. Yep. See, because most, most women, when they even think that a nigga's talking about something like this, they turn away. They run. This, We're like the boogeyman. Of, of our society today, especially black men within the manosphere. I'm a black man, a part of the manosphere. I don't consider myself black manosphere. My talking points may be similar, but I don't want to align myself to a particular race of people. 
I want it to be based off of uh, like-minded people, black, white, don't matter who you are. I don't want to, I don't want to appear as a radical when it comes to group, as a group, I don't want to be considered radical because I'm not in a group. If I'm radical as a person, I'm standing on what I'm saying and, and I'm and I'm willing to draw blood if necessary. And it's not that I want to be that either. I want to keep the balance of entertainment and educational purposes. But I kind of have to be more realistic and I have to be more transparent when it comes to these conversations. So women know that a lot of this shit is facts. Most of, if not everything that most of these men address are truths because of their experiences. And it's quite funny, honestly, that these women will say, well, you just have issues with women. You just have problems. And they're giving you general explanations from their experiences of why they're going on the route that they're going and why these bitches are pretty much out of the market by default, by their attitude and expectations alone, they're not even worth communicating with. They're not even worth communicating with. Adios, you fucking skank. Perfect. Attention. The attention that they used to get when they were young was making them so happy and confident. Now it feels like nobody cares because their SMV dropped. Where he said that usually women, I mean, not Anton, but Rilla said the older women get, they kind of digress how they look wise, body wise, whatever. But I get what you're saying. Like the older men get, of course, they're going to go up in status maybe or, or money wise. So some women of that's 20s, they might want older women. Whereas the opposite, if if we're getting older, I mean, we, the less likely of us having kids, uh, it's mm. gonna happen, so we're not really mm. as desirable. Mm. So I get what I'm talking. But I've mm. never heard it called the wall or whatever that SMV y'all was talking about. I've never even heard that. The It's okay. She knows though. She knew the entire time. Now, of course, you guys would have to see the video, which I always throw these people's names out, especially with this type of content. Manosphere highlights daily. Check out the channel. Check out the video. Check out the body language that he's describing. Unfortunately, I can't have a multimedia show at the moment. I wish I could. I wish I could play certain clips and have a side-by-side. -side. I'm going to set that up. StreamYard or something that will make um, doing things on YouTube a lot easier. Um, just for the time being. Because like I said, I planned, on, I planned on getting back into YouTube. Since then, I did two... I did two streams, two live streams. To my best knowledge, I think. I did two live streams and I already have, I think, three or four slideshow presentations. But I'm no spring chicken. I'm 33, so I've been on YouTube before, so it's not like a, a huge transition. It kind of is with the message, but it's not really an issue. <laughs> Plus, I don't want to be looked at or conceived or, or perceived as a guy who's not willing to show his face, who's talking reckless. For me, it's it's partially entertainment, but a lot of these bitches are out of pocket. So when I when I work alongside women while I work when I work in a, a field or an occupation 
that involves 85% women. It's not that I have this hate woman mentality. It's, that's, it's everything but the truth, right? What I usually have is just a straightforward uh, sort of task or list or, or I look at them as objectives that I just have to finish to do my eight and hit the gate. When it came to, to when it came to today, today was okay, but at the same time, it was like I woke up early as fuck in the morning to just go up there, wait an hour in my car, which I was lucky enough to do a podcast episode, still get back in time, finish the floors with the T3 machine, and lock everything up, put all the do not enter signs away, and fucking leave. You know what I mean? But two hours is better than no hours. So, plus last week, the week, last last Saturday, I believe, I ended up getting five extra hours. So, you know, depending on what activities go on, I get the option or the opportunity to make extra money. I don't have to go to another building. I don't have to go to another area. I'm pretty much seven to 10 minutes away where traffic is or how traffic is right now. I can probably get there in like seven minutes tops. It's not far. I'm not wasting gas. Most of the time I waste more gas doing my podcast than driving. You know what I'm saying? Most of the time, but I don't really give a fuck either way. Um, Unless I have places I really need to go. Like, like, let's just say, for some reason, my, my car was going on E right now. I wouldn't even stress that because I could still record in the car for another day and then go back and forth to work for, like, for one day. But then I would need gas. You know, this shit, this electronic shit, it tells me uh, how many miles I'm away from E. So, there's that as well. Plus, this car is a... <coughs> I found out a couple days ago how fast this car is. I knew this car was fast, but I didn't know it was that fast. I was out here having a good old time. Uh, on a legal sense, kind of, right? Kind of. Kind of legal. Semi-legal semi driving, you know what I'm saying? Recreational uh, driving. You know what I mean, it was worth it. <coughs> but, like I said... There's a lot of things like men. I think most men understand boundary or some form of boundaries that include either either the idea of finding that particular line that you don't want to cross or find that, like I said, that boundary that you're not going to cross. You're kind of, you're comfortable with where you're at and you don't want to get too irrational and make irrational decisions. Especially dealing with these women because there's the consequences and repercussions. I'm sure you guys heard of the tender swindler. Swindler? Tender swindler? I don't know. <coughs> it's some shit on Netflix. Manosphere highlights daily is going to go through it. Uh, 
and we're going to listen right alongside of him. Dennis, are you there? At your service, sir. Give me crowdfunding and finish me. Will do, sir. Hi, everyone. Just wanted to make this quick little video on a Monday morning. Thanking everyone who's donated so far. Uh, it's been just such an amazing response to this fundraiser. Just want to say it is genuine and it's real. It is us. It's not Simon. It's not anyone else. It is the official one. Over 9,000! Tinder Swindler, women launch fund to clear their debts, aim to raise $800,000 total. <laughs> Welcome to Manosphere Highlights Day. <laughs> Yesterday we made a video about the Tinder Swindler, highlighting Tinder the story swindler. of one of the women. While doing our research for the... The Tinder Swindler. <laughs> the Tinder Swindler. Video, we found an article about the women starting a crowdfunding campaign to pay off their debts. If you watch the documentary, they present these women as victims, and this is where disagree. We do not condone the things that Simon Levive has done to the ladies. What happened to them is really messed up, but the ladies are not victims, and we're gonna prove it in this video. If you wanna call them victims, then they are victims of their own greed, and I'm not gonna play devil's advocate, but I am gonna play men's advocate, because this shit is happening to men all the time. But when a man is doing it, he's called a Tinder swindler. And women can't start a crowdfunding campaign to clear their debts. So, mm. I'm going to read the article and then I'm going to highlight five points why the ladies are not victims. Shout out to the Patreon gang. Salute! The original video is going to be on Patreon because we have to respect the YouTube guidelines. That's why you will get a censored and filtered YouTube friendly version. So if you like what we do, and you want to experience our content to the fullest extent, support us on Patreon. This video contains a lot of spoilers, so you've been warned. Now it's time for us to dive into this and do what we have to do. Because we men are we. We men are we. Tinder Swindler. Women launch fun to clear their debts. Aim to raise $800,000 total. Three women featured in the Netflix documentary, The Tinder Swindler, have launched a GoFundMe crowdfunding campaign to help them clear their debts. Cecile Pernilla and Eileen Charlotte were all victims of the eponymous swindler, swindler. an Israeli man named Shimon Hayut, who allegedly. Ooh, this nigga sound like a terrorist. He was out here terrorizing pussy. This nigga sound like a smooth terrorist. The Tinder Swindler. We gotta bring that back. <laughs> These niggas, yeah, this nigga's shot, bro. He shot the fuck out, bro. The Tinder Swindler. Thousand dollars total. Three women featured in the Netflix documentary, Tinder The Tinder Swindler, have launched a GoFundMe crowdfunding campaign to help them clear their debts. Cecile Pernilla and Eileen Charlotte were all victims of the eponymous swindler, an Israeli man named Shimon Hayut, who alleged. That nigga says Shimon Hayut. Nigga sound like Kareem Saheed, bitch. <laughs> Kareem Saheed, bitch. 
<laughs> and he conned women on Tinder out of millions of dollars by catfishing them into believing his name was Simon Levi and that he was the son of Israeli diamond tycoon Lev Levi. Oh, he had his shit lined up. Listen, I don't feel bad for these hoes, these whores, these fucking whores. I don't feel bad for these bitches one bit. I really don't. I actually find it entertaining, and I, I, I actually find Netflix, somebody mentioned it, uh, Netflix, Netflix is kind of stepping up when it comes to, like, their type of content, where it's like, you're more than likely to see, I think, this might sound stupid, but you'll hear me talk about it first, I think Kevin Samuels is capable of having a Netflix special, I really do, I think if he has... If he can have like a control or a budget to come together with something that's visual, I think it's I think it's a strong possibility. I really do. But <clears throat> they have like a where like, people say, "Oh, right, yeah, these people are woke and all this." I think I think Netflix sort of. Uh, is getting back to the money scheme, meaning they're not going woke to go broke. Fuck that. They're not doing that anymore. So the whole go woke, go broke sort of mindset in Hollywood or what a lot of people would call Holly weird. These are despicable people, essentially. And they all participate in just spreading the same message, sort of the same propaganda. Now, what they what they slowly have started to figure out is there's people who are actively going against them. I'm one of those people. The um, the idolized um, the idolatry, I should say is something that I'm not really appeased with or I'm not really a fan of. So when it comes to somebody who's an artist, it's mostly their art. It's not it's not really them, their personal lives that I'm interested in. And I think that's the thing where a lot of people don't separate the entertainment value from the reality or more or less the image or the message from the messenger, it's all it's all niggas um, showcasing or are playing a side, are playing a character, are having a gimmick. Even though you know the red pill party is considered that, even though it's a title, um, you know who I am as a person besides Jersey Judah, my alias. This is generally who I am. You know what I'm saying? It's not me putting a character. Up. And a lot of people, a lot of a lot of men are the detractors. It's not going to be the females who go against what I say. It's going to be the men. <clears throat> not to say that women are going to be huge fans of mine, but there's going to be a lot of women who understand that the message and the shit that I talk about is not aimed directly towards them. It is a particular... A uh, group of bitches. Okay. It's a collective. Particular group of women. Some of them. You can. 
Some of them you notice. They have certain behavioral patterns. They have the same attitude. Some of them have the same masculine frame. And they're just unapproachable women. It doesn't mean they're unattractive. There's a lot of attractive women. They're just unapproachable. Their body language. How they carry themselves in conversation. Certain women lack uh, eye contact. All of these, all of these things are noticeable, right? If you're talking to somebody and they can't even look you directly in the eye, at least momentarily from here and there, just to let you know they hear what you're saying, that that's kind of a that's kind of a red flag. And I've already said this a long time ago, probably a. Uh, 2017 when when you understand body language to an extent when it comes to communicating with women you generally understand women because you'll know if a woman's giving if a woman's giving you the eye or the woman's playing with her hair around you or etc you understand those things right away if you have that understanding or that overstanding I should say so there you can use that for your advantage if you're a guy who's lower on a sexual market value, you're in a lower position. But this guy was able to be something that he was not, be somebody from a different, um, what would that be, a race? Dude, I don't fucking know. We're about to get into the Tinder Swindler. The Tinder Swindler started streaming February 2nd on Netflix. Fellas, Netflix got the ball rolling. Let's continue. You're probably there because you've heard about our story and we appreciate your taking the time to search and find this page. The women write on GoFundMe. The past few days have been a whirlwind and we three have been completely shocked and floored by the flood of compassion and support from everyone. The sheer love is more than we ever expected. And we appreciate you all so much. After careful consideration and many chats, we have decided to start this GoFundMe fundraiser. So many people reached out to us asking if we had one and it hadn't occurred to us to make one prior to this, the women add. However, we've spotted plenty of fakes, which makes us uneasy. We don't want more people getting defrauded. We realize there are a thousand other worthy causes to donate to and remain forever grateful if you choose to donate to this one. All we want is our lives back. Fellas, this is an older story, okay? This clip from ABC is almost three years old. For Celia Feloy, it was an easy decision to swipe right. This guy, Simon, comes up on my phone and you can see that he lives a very different life than what I'm living. He had some selfies, uh, a picture in a nice car. You could see that it was a private jet. Just an overall package. So Netflix brings... So it takes that much, fellas. It took, it took that much to get her attention. That much. The private jet. The sports car. The extraordinary lifestyle that you as a man have to work for and grind for by yourself. Oh, that turns her on. But she's not capable of keeping up. She's not able to be presentable. She's not able to not be problematic. 
because that strong and independent mindset is stuck and she's going to most likely die alone. Most likely. Those type of women, and like I said, it's it's always brought up in the setting and in the same tone within the same topic that I talked about. Men suffer in silence. Women suffer in surround sound. The difference is I think women... Like a lot of guys who would use the terminology like echo chamber, they use the same, they'll use the same terminologies with echo chamber where like they all essentially agree with the same shit. This is where like the sisterhood, the feminazis, this is where they have the upper hand. They all come together at a certain time. They're like the fucking Justice League of misandry, right? And anytime it comes down to where a guy is speaking logic, it doesn't matter. You look at the people like you look at Tommy Sotomayor, you look at a Kevin Samuels, you look at a Donovan Sharp, you look at a Hammerhand, you look at all of these other acts of people, right? What they lack, what they lack in the long run is self-preservation. Because they don't plan shit. This this is what I said before with women. They don't plan shit long term. They just live with what they have at that moment. That's the main reason why certain men look at these women as good for a moment. Soon, soon as these bitches... Soon as these bitches stop this idea of independent lifestyle oh i'm going to do this i'm going to do that i'm going to live my life i'm going to get this i'm going to get that etc when these bitches start realizing that number one any any sort of value that you generally have you cover it up in the same way that you cover up your natural your natural face you cover up these things and products, you cover up these things in appeal, right? Don't forget, fellas, that women are, for the most part, insecure. And I'm not telling you to manipulate women. And I'm not necessarily telling you not to manipulate women. What I'm saying is certain women have a level of insecurity. And it doesn't matter how attractive she is. In fact, I personally want to do a study where... <clears throat> I want to hear sort of the, the mindset of an attractive woman, how she feels about her attraction. Is she going to is is she going to blatantly act as if she's not appealing or if she's not attractive and therefore it's whoever's fault or, you know, if she's going to be like that or is she going to be humble in a sense or appreciative that other people find her to be the way that she is? You know what I mean? I want to see. I guarantee you it's more of the latter because even the women who live dysfunctional lives, right? They still believe and they don't, they don't think about it now because they don't feel it's necessary to think about it now. In the long run, they believe that a man is still out there willing to deal with her problems, <clears throat> 
Keep in mind, all these so-called educated women, these are the women, these are the top people in debt. Student loans, the strong and independent, problematic at best, and in debt. Jesus. Oh, my God. The combo breaker. Let me find the combo breaker. <laughs> Do we have the combo breaker sound effect here? <clears throat> we need to find the combo breaker. We find that. We're, we're smooth sailing going forward. We got to find the combo breaker. Let me see. Combo breaker. Oh my god. Oh no, we're going to download both of these. Oh no. They didn't just give me these two. Tearing niggas up out here with this now. Oh, it's going to be a wrap. This podcast is going to be popping, man. It's a lot of fresh attention to this story leading to this crowdfunding campaign. And this is where things become a bit confusing. Let's read. The women have set a crowdfunding goal of around 600,000 pounds. Over its first three days, the fund has raised over 38,000 and counting from 1,800 donations. The women noted Shimon Hayada Hayut and his team of professional con artists have defrauded <laughs> all three of us for large sums of money. Felonies. If you have the opportunity to help, we are forever grateful. Knowing that you've even checked out this page in solidarity means the world to us. They are asking for $800,000. They're asking for a Captain Save-A-Ho, Prince Charming, Steve Harvey style having nigga to come out of the sky and help them with their problems. All of these simps you know, because cause look, let's just be honest. The simps and the cucks, they're going to participate in it regardless just because it may be an attractive phase. They know about the situation. <clears throat> in the same way, they have that feminazi mindset, so it's all the same for them. They're pretty much the common allies, the soy boys, the uh, male cheerleaders in that aspect. And what they do is they are... They are the guys who take pretty much the fall or the damage of feminazis. Most guys who disconnect, that's when they, that's when you've taken the control. When you've unplugged and you decided that this dating app and a lot of these women aren't worth the time and consideration and you focus on your purpose, there's a good chance you're going to be better at what you do a year going from now. And then you think two years from going from now. If you continue to grind and, fo and focus and actually have a purpose outside of this whole thing with women you'll be fine as a man just remember that there's going to be a lot of hard times there's going to be tough times there's going to be several moments of loneliness that you're going to going to experience but it's all going to benefit you in the long run as long as you have a purpose women cannot do what i just said and there's proof in the pudding because you see all of these miserable, educated, strong, and independent women looking for men at the last minute. You know what I'm saying? And because of that, it, it's not going to work out for you, and it's over. You know what I mean? It's done. Time is up. Five, four, three, 
two, one. You know what I mean? Hit you with the double combo breaker. We breaking controllers over here. We breaking joysticks and all that shit up here. You know what I'm saying? We playing Madden, get cracked with the hit stick. You know what I mean? That's what type of shit we're doing right now. So what happened to the money in those three years? Credit card interest rate? They don't talk about it. At this moment, they've collected 131,000 pounds. My issue is not the crowdfunding campaign. My issue is not that people are donating. My issue is that these women are portrayed as victims. So if you're gonna donate to them because you feel that they have been victimized, then I disagree with your donation. So we're gonna highlight why we don't see them as victims. Point number one, dating safety tips. This is how the documentary starts. I think everyone would love to just meet someone in a bar or in a grocery store. Nowadays, the best way you can meet someone is on a dating app. Okay, in modern society, online dating has become the norm. If you go on a dating app, they have policies and will warn you about the dangers of online dating. That risk, right? <clears throat> and you have to really think about this. And see, it took me a while to think about why dating apps were bad. But then I thought, well, the majority of women are on it. And if a majority of women have the same level of expectations, and they may not be the same exact thing, <clears throat> but it's around the same ballpark. And the majority of the men that you have are literally outside of that world that you live in. You're not going to give those guys any play, any attention whatsoever. Uh, you'll, you'll, you'll rather block them than reply to them. Things like that. That's what a lot of women do. And, they're used to that cruelty, and I'll call it that. They're used to that level of cruelty when it comes to men because in their minds, because they don't match or they don't meet up to their fantasy of expectation, they're out of the picture, right? Keep in mind, she has nothing to offer. She brings nothing to the table. The looks that she has attracts men that want her for what she has. You, you feel me? And... And that doesn't even break down. And this is where men are more intimate in this sense. What do women, what do majority of the women today want from a man? Money. Money or success and success equals money or status equals money, depending on how you look at it. Now, with status being that, money being money, you have reputation and reputation of status, which is pretty much the same in a sense. To money, you become in a sense, what they consider high value, right? Now, what they represent is basic modern bitches. That's what they represent. Now, that is not a shot at them. That's just being realistic. A woman can say that I'm ugly. I wouldn't give a fuck because I slept with women that were attractive and I put no money into it, okay? A lot of niggas out here saying they're doing this and that and they paying a bitch's phone bill. Y'all got to slow down, okay? Y'all got to stop it. We're going to get back to the Tinder swindler. Tinder has dating safety tips. Let's read. Dating safety tips. Meeting new people is exciting, but you should always be cautious when Tinder interacting swindler. with someone you don't know. All right? You don't know. Use your best judgment and put your safety first. Whether you are 
exchanging initial messages or meeting in person. While you can't control the actions of others, there are things you can do to help you stay safe during your Tinder experience. You see, you cannot control the actions of others, but there are things you can do to help you stay safe. And that's exactly how we're going to judge them based on their actions. So there's a whole list of tips. They mention scammers, but also tips about meeting in person. Don't be in a rush. Take your time and get to know the other person before agreeing to meet or chat off Tinder. Don't be afraid to ask questions to screen for any red flags or personal deal breakers. A phone or video call can be a useful screening tool before meeting. So scammers are part of online dating. This does not mean that what they do is right. However, this does mean you have to be careful and protect yourself at all times. Point number two, too good to be true. I get this confirmation from Simon the Vibe at LOD Diamonds. Of course, I started to Google because you always Google everyone you're supposed to go on a date with. His father is this diamond tycoon. And I'm just thinking, oh my God, another diamond guy. <laughs> it's obvious that... Fortunately, for me, that wasn't the case. Fortunately, you got bamboozled. Fortunately, you got fucked over. Fortunately, this becomes quality entertainment for me at this moment. Thank you. I appreciate, I appreciate your level of stupidity. I really do. As a woman for you, it is uh, typical for most men today. Now, I'm not saying this because I'm sexist or anything like that, misogynist. Kiss my ass. I don't give a fuck about any of that dumb shit. Guys, women, most men, most men, unfortunately, are the ones who put those labels out there. If you really pay attention, the guys who are generally put out there to be uh, the bad guys or the misogynists, they get that label from fellow men. They don't get it from women. Women, a woman, I'm not, actually, I've never had any woman generally outright disagree with me. I've gotten more messages from guys who disagree, but I don't really give a shit about it either way. It's just the thing that I point out is the females, they have their level of influence is big, but most of the negativity that comes out of the manosphere that's from that's from women. I mean, that's from men. You know what I'm saying? They're they're the niggas. They're the niggas that's gonna go back and forth with you, right? Like I said before, with somebody like like a Tommy Sotomayor, would they have? The problem that they have with him is that Tommy has too much logic for them to really argue with. They can go back and repeat the same thing, but it will just make them look stupid. Just like those women on Fresh and Fit that I brought up earlier. These two black women who are away from the audience, or not away from the audience, away from the table, or away from discussion, which is kind of, in my way of looking at it, set up for a reason. Kind of looked awkward, but it is what it is. The situation that came from it was just another representation of the problematic women. The problematic at best females with nothing to offer but controversy and confrontation. 
The women in this video were all attracted to his lavish lifestyle and billionaire status. They googled him and they found exactly what they wanted to see. Prince Charming. Now here's the question. What in the blue hell is Prince Charming doing on Tinder? And why in the blue hell would he be interested in you? With all due respect ladies, but the women he was and still is pulling, you cannot compete with them. It's basically an ocean with women, or as I call them, champagne girls. They are basically like flies that you put out, like a rotten banana, and they just... Champagne girls? I call them champagne girls because they're all sparkly and they're all beautiful and my titties are flat and my personality's flat and I'm pretty much a nobody. Huh? 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 Not hot, but these girls do the same thing with the sea of Paulo Chappelle. <laughs> 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 Simon is, of course, paying for this entire circus. He's paying with cash and just making sure that everybody's having hey, a good time. It is what it is. And it is too good to be true. When these ladies swipe right on him and they matched, that's when that Disney princess syndrome was triggered and rational thought was out the window. Point number three, Disney princess syndrome. Uh -oh. In my opinion, this is women's biggest problem when it comes to... Now, see, I'm glad they're going to play this part because I saw, I saw different versions of this segment. I saw the fresh and fit one, which was more realistic in a sense where anybody who comes across it they'll understand it you know what i mean right away where this woman references a disney movie beauty and the beast and she talks about the feeling that she had gotten from a child watching that movie and how it affected her going forward and finding this beast of a man who is willing to tolerate and deal with her and give her the time, the attention, and more importantly, the benefit financially of money. That's what it breaks down to. Oh, you know, diamonds. Diamonds are what? A girl's best friend. So it's almost like a joke. It's almost a joke within itself, if you really think about it. The son of a father who owns a diamond company who has all of this money the private jet the sports cars all of this shit shows interest in you and the only thing that you point out they didn't really point out much looks yet they just pointed out the bankroll i want y'all to pay attention to that going forward to dating this mentality is creating many 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 cat ladies and by the way the Disney dynamic, same reference, the shit that I've been mentioning this entire time. It's going to be, once again, proven right in a representation of a documentary called The Tender Swindler, right? That you can that you can check out right now on Netflix. I saw that this girl Cecilia met him on Tinder. I also met him on Tinder. He also took me to a five-star hotel on the first date. Simon Levive, basically. You know what I guarantee? I guarantee you that he was in and out of them guts. I guarantee these bitches spreaded their legs very quickly because they know the status that this guy represented. 
They know that. They, I know for a fact these bitches dropped it down and got their eagle on. <laughs> these bitches dropped down and got their eagle on. These bitches were doing extracurricular shit. She was doing some, some scientifically impossible shit on that cock. You know what I mean? For that hope of getting that position and being that wife. She was willing to do the unholy, the unimaginable, the undinkable. They were willing to do whatever it took to get that guy permanently, right? So you know these women dropped the panties. They bent over. Showed the nigga a little something. Ran the same game on all of the women. They all met at a five star restaurant or hotel the same day they matched. The first woman got on a private jet to Bulgaria. The second woman got flown out to the Netherlands. And just like mentioned in the dating safety tips, take your time and get to know the other person before agreeing to meet or chat off Tinder. They all ignored this tip because they all crave to be princesses. They all crave this Disney fairy tale experience. Shit, Ooh, this is something new that I've never done before. Ooh. I felt that I would be stupid if Ooh. I said no. So I was kind of like super excited on the inside, but on the outside, I kept it very cool um, because I was just thinking, okay, you like this guy. You just need to keep it cool now. She felt stupid if she would refuse to go with him. The fact that she feels stupid proves that this experience is rare and it couldn't wait because she's been dreaming about this since she was a little girl. Now, I thought they were going to make the Disney movie reference, but I guess not. I'll, I guess I'll have to dig that up. I think Fresh and Fit did a clip on it. Hopefully I can find it. But uh, there's a lot of other things that were incorporated that they mentioned that I want to point out as well. Uh, once again, shout out Fresh and Fit. Um, most of these women showed up on the date actually 20 to 30 minutes earlier because they were that excited about this man, about this guy with all this money and all this value giving them validation and attention because they seen the money and they know or they believed that man's value. They would have, sh they showed up. One, one girl showed up, I think, 20 or 30 minutes early just because she was excited to meet this guy and to see if this guy would show up on time and see what he looks like and see if it's a setup in any way. She was smart. I'll give her that. And a lot of women, they won't show up early, especially if it's, if it's an average guy. That bitch is showing up 20 minutes fucking late. You niggas know what I'm talking about. You deal with these fucking women today. It take him 30, 40 minutes. Take these bitches 30, 30 or 40 minutes to, to, to draw and paint on their faces. Mysterious beings. These are mysterious beings. These women are sick. Anyway, we're going to get back into it. Simon Levive made these women want to meet him based on his Tinder and Instagram profile, which spoke to that little princess fantasy Cook. that has been installed Cook. in the system since childhood. Cook. And when he had them on the date, he had them hooked. It was like horrible, you know. Cook! Fuck these bitches! Cause I still look, cause I... Cook! 
cook. Because in a sense, I still loved him, you know? <laughs> Gentlemen, love for a lot of women come at a price. Love comes with cost. That term, love don't cost a thing, that is the biggest lie and one of the biggest examples of blue pill magic that you will ever get in your entire life. If you are not red pill aware and you fall for the Disney dynamic, you fall for that beta male mindset where it's about scarcity and it's not about a abundance mindset. Now this abundance mindset doesn't mean go after and sleep with five bitches. It means have the mentality to go your own way and find other opportunities outside of a particular woman or women as a whole, period. Going forward, that's the mentality. So because of this, because of the display, the private jet probably caused those emotions to get wild up in her mind. That sports car probably got her riled up, probably got her uh, her uh probably got her aroused thinking about being in that sports car, being in that private jet, being in this man's house, being in this man's life. So they're in love, and that's what I say all the time, love, women love at a moment. This is a prime example. This is why a lot of women, unfortunately, when they say love, it's almost a manipulation to see if a person is going to... Um, receive that and give that back or they use it just out of out of word sake it, it doesn't really mean nothing to them you see what i mean it's like niggas say nigga without even realizing the meaning of nigga you understand so that's kind of like it's that same example you know what i mean we're like we'll say offensive shit because a lot of us just been conditioned to say offensive shit there's no other way to look at it like i can't I wouldn't change the way that I talk because I know there's times when I can articulate myself without the need to go there. But in order for me to display this type of message, I need to come with a, with like a particular energy where I can't just be sitting down like I'm reading a hymn out of the Bible. I can't. I gotta cook these materialistic bitches because really... For them, it really just breaks down to their materialism, their level of materialism when it comes to men. It becomes the idea of what I always talk about, dick and wallet. That's what it's about. D and W when it comes to women, modern day women in the dating market. I've said this. I've already said this shit before, right? I've said this shit already. Now, guess what? Just like the many other times that this happens, there'll be content, documentaries, things that have currently happened, things that are currently going on that's being put out there in the forefront that, that I've mentioned years ago. So this is the great part about it, in a sense. So it's like the direction I'm going, the proof is there. <laughs> the proof is already there. The proof is just being displayed in public. But there's guys who have their own sector or guys who are in their own little their own space where they're able to articulate and get their points across and do the same thing. You know what I mean? I feel that I don't have to be a part of the world to spread a message to the world. If that makes sense. Like I don't care about a celebrity lifestyle. 
the money of it wouldn't be bad. I'm just saying it wouldn't be bad. You know what I'm saying? Wouldn't be terrible. But it's also something that's not a main objective either. The message for me, I always want the message to outweigh the messenger. I display who I am personally because I feel I have a message to get across. And I don't feel it would be well received if people don't know a little bit more about who I am. I don't display myself as a pickup artist. I don't display myself as a dating coach. I don't display myself as a relationship coach. I'm not going to give any advices when it comes to those things. What I will do at times is display articles and display information that backs a lot of things that I say and possibly say or, or possibly go against a lot of the things that I say in which I'll have a exceptional argument against the information that they bring out, which is pretty much what I've been doing. Um, I've done, now that I think about it, I've done multiple episodes talking about uh, online dating and the statistics and actual information and articles from other people. The same thing that I'm doing now, the same thing I'm doing more now is more, I would say, multimedia, where it's other people's videos and it's interpretations of how other people view things. And nine times out of 10, it's usually matched up of what I've been saying from, like I said, from 2016, 15 going forward. You know what I mean? So we're going to get back to the message here. Or the person I thought that he was. Like, you know, everything's a lie. <laughs> but then you still have this fairy tale that's going on on your phone, you know? <laughs> Simon with, like, still the heart behind it. Because I could never, like, I couldn't remove it. Because I still wanted him to be true, you know? They don't want this fairy tale. What he's about to say, I'm going to say it too. She, she wanted that lifestyle. And see, this will tell you, man, that women are that shallow. Their love and affection that they had for that man was only based on what he had, only based on what he was, rather than truly who he was. Point blank. There's no other way to look at it. If it was different, then she would have that experience with probably any other guy because no offense to the women or the guy. They're, they just weren't attractive people. Like I didn't look at either of these people. I didn't look at the guy, for example, and go, oh, wow, I would understand why so many people would be interested. The money had to be the main factor for these women to get that attraction and that so-called love at the moment. That's why love to a woman breaks down to, like, it breaks down to conditions and rules. Love is never, um, love is never unconditional. Remember that. Um, so with that being said, when women, when women talk about this conditional love, they talk about an emotional moment where they're able to either manipulate or have a man, um, participate in pedestalizing her or benefiting her long-term. That's pretty much what long-term relationships turn to. And once women feel that that particular man is no longer doing that role properly, she will look into the outside and the outside is really the inside because it's the World Wide Web where everybody's a part of it. So she'll go on to the Tinder, the online dating apps, etc. Why am I saying all this? Because looks, money, status. The guy appeared to be good looking to these women. 
the guy had money, which was the medium, which was the main purpose of why she was attractive and felt so attached to that lifestyle was because of the money. And then the status of all that, the son of a, a diamond, you know, a diamond dealer or some shit. I don't fucking remember. Um, a jewelry store dealt with diamonds or some shit. A lot of money, okay? Just break it down. Nigga that make a lot of money. The lifestyle, it, it, it appeals to that woman. And the guy who did it, I'm not necessarily congratulating him, but I'm saying he did this well, very properly. He did it extremely well. Extremely well. The tender swindler. To end, so they will do everything to keep it going. Check this out. Swindler. You can be two different types of personalities sometimes. So either you can be a battery charger or a battery trainer. Work hard, play hard. And he was definitely my battery charger. Amazing, amazing, beautiful dress. Once I remember, like he flew over just to have a coffee with me one day because I was having a bad day. <laughs> About 10 o'clock, we're going for a drink, and then 12.30, we're going to the club. Can't wait to see you later, babe. I gave him a little bit of a prince emoji next to his name, because that's how he's behaving sometimes. Prince emoji. What? Hmm. Prince. Princess. Doesn't that sound like Disney? Hmm. Prince. Princess. Hmm. See, a lot of guys, they're not going to understand, so they're not going to wake up. But I have to keep reiterating this shit because I brought this shit up. The Disney dynamic for women is just as strong, but it's more effective to men because men, it's effective in a negative way because he gets the harsh realities of there's not a special someone for everyone. He understands that right away. These women, they continue to live the princess, uh, queen, diva mindset, the diva lifestyle where she feels entitled to a certain group of men. Now, she'll learn in the long run that she's not capable of finding those men because she is not of that quality. She is not of that stature. She has no principle. She has no purpose. Okay? All right? You get it? You got it? A lot of you women are sick. Not all of y'all. But a lot of you bitches are. A lot of you bitches are too flaky. A lot of you bitches have too much high expectations. A lot of you women think too highly of yourselves. I'll just say that. Especially you fat dumpster. Especially you fat dumpster shaped bitches. Okay. Refrigerator freezer combo shaped bitches. Y'all y'all really need to sit back and, and, and reanalyze. Just, just, just analyze yourself and then your surroundings. Lose some fucking weight. But then again, it doesn't matter because y'all get the position. I think I mentioned this earlier because I didn't get a chance to share everything. And that's including what I did last night. And that's including what I did this morning until earlier today. So hopefully if you guys are checking this out now, just realize that I did two episodes the past day that you guys can also check out. Um, I mentioned like, like women... Women have this, they have this fascination with vanity and materialism. This is what most women, I will say this with confidence. 
most women have an obsession with vanity and materialism, which kind of just breaks down to looks and money. This is why looks, money, and status is so important. See how I brought everything back around like a loop? I brought everything back around because looks and money is vanity, right? With vanity comes her looks. So I think it's an easy cope for a woman to just say that they have the full package and they just expect a man to do this and that for them. It's easier because there's the sisterhood to back up what she says. And even though the sisterhood has no logic, they have a strength in numbers and they have a control on what is going on in our society. Once again, they're the mass consumers. They're the ones that are that are the most important, even when it comes to online dating. Now, with these strengths come natural weaknesses because they haven't gained any of these these things that they haven't gained much of what they had. A lot of things were handed to them by default. For example, a single mother, right? If you would have thought more realistically speaking, right, you would think a, a single mother would be living in crisis right now. A single mother would be in a bad position. A single mother would be doing terrible, but that's not the case. They've created programs and all these other things to help these single mothers keeping the father out of the household. In a lot of cases, in reverse, it keeps the father out of that possibility of even displaying fatherhood. Which allow a lot of these scandalous bitches to continue saying to that child, to those children, that, that your father wasn't shit, niggas ain't shit, etc., etc. But let's continue, man. We're going to try to get through most of this. Because I know we are... Are we over two hours and 30 minutes? No, we're just at two hours and 30 minutes. We're going to wind things down once this video is all the way through. Profile, which spoke to that little princess fantasy that has been installed in her system since childhood. And when he had them on the date, he had them hooked. It was like horrible, you know? Because I still look, because I... Because in a sense, I still loved him, you know? For the person I thought that he was. Like, you know, everything's a lie. Ah, yeah. But then you still have this fairy tale that's going on on your phone, you know? Yeah. Simon Disney. with, like, still the heart behind it. Because I could never, Disney like, I couldn't dynamic. remove it. Because I still wanted him to be true, you know? Disney. They don't want this fairy tale to end. Disney. So they will do everything to keep it going. Check this out. You can be two different types of personalities sometimes. So either you can be a battery charger or a battery drainer. And he was definitely my battery charger. Amazing, amazing, beautiful dress. Once I remember that he flew over just to have a coffee with me one day because I was having a bad day. About 10 o'clock, we're going for a drink, and then 12 30, we go to the club. Can't wait to see you later, babe. I gave him a little bit of a prince emoji next to his name because that's how he's <laughs> behaving sometimes. Prince emoji. Where does that come from? 
Disney fairy tales uh-huh. and a survey uh-huh. brought up some disturbing statistics about Tinder usage. I gotta bring it back. Hold up. I gotta bring it back. Why do people use Tinder for? Uh-huh. 44.44% said they use it for confidence boosting uh-huh. procrastination. Yep. Janice. Confidence boosting procrastination. It is the act of avoiding the real stuff in life while doing something that makes you feel good about yourself. Procrastinating on the important stuff in life while boosting your ego with strangers liking how you look. One of the ladies was on Tinder for seven years, and look at this. You've been on Tinder since. Yes. No tons. Uh, I don't. Everyone's just asking me like, Tinder has nothing to do with this. Like I was on Tinder immediately. You're still looking for love. I'm still looking for love. So <laughs> always. She went straight back to the app, looking for quote unquote love. You have to understand, guys. Women don't love the way we as men love. Simon Levive was boosting that ego on the level over 9,000. Over 9,000! They wanted him to be true for selfish reasons. It was ne- That's it. That's all I had. To, I, that's all I want to play. That's it. We're not going to go too deep in tonight. I think over, uh, I think two hours and 30 minutes is appropriate. Compared to what I was actually planning, I'm glad that I got the sleep that I did earlier because now I'm energetic, I'm awake, and I'm off Monday as well as tomorrow being Sunday. So I have uh, more than a full week to sit back, relax, play video games, and like I said, get a chance to really chop it up with you guys. The women, and just just to end this off because this may take me another 15 minutes, the women understand their expectations it's not that they're ignorant and they don't know better they know they know better they just choose not to be better they expect better but they won't do better for themselves it's the same mindset that a lot of men have where they'll upgrade and update themselves for the validation of women and it's ass backwards because when you put all that attention back to women, regardless of what condition you're in, you're still in for a rude awakening when it comes to the consequences and repercussions. Bitches today, they don't have a real mindset when it comes to principle. Like what they want out of life coming with benefits, coming with a level of productivity that they need to have and a level of confidence that goes outside of the makeup, it goes outside of the outfits, it goes outside of the bubbly personality, it generally breaks down to you being a worthy person to a man, or you becoming a burden to a man. That's really what it becomes. These women in this documentary, and I didn't even have to see it, I don't, I actually want to see it, just to get a chuckle, and possibly do some recordings of it, meaning... I'll record clips of it. That way it can really help me out and not get any personal, you know, not have any consequences for displaying the whole movie. I'm not going to display it in its entirety, but I do want to break it down from my perspective. Because like I said, there is the Beauty and the Beast reference that one of these women made. And what it represented was... The woman's fantasy and the woman's mindset when it comes to what she wanted from a man, it was still copy-paste from a Disney movie. 
from a from a Disney movie that she's seen as a child, it affected her in the long run of finding a man today. Now, keep in mind, a lot of these women, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Myron pointed it out, fresh and fit. A lot of these women are feminists. So they fell in just for the money. And the proof of it is they're feminists. So they wouldn't traditionally go with, a, they're not going with the average Joe. They're not going with the janitor. You know what I'm saying? I'm a custodian, so I think it's funny. They're not going with the janitor. You know what I mean? They're not going with the average Joe. And some people with what you would see as average positions is actually making a lot more than what these women would imagine. But they live, they live sort of in a two-dimensional, one-track-minded matter where they're not settling down. Men can't, you can't go further than where most men are aiming at, as it is with a lot of these women. So a lot of guys just cash out. They don't interact. They're not trying to cohabitate with these women. At the very least, they're trying to, at the most, they're trying to sleep with these women. And then that kind of divides in itself where you still got guys with PUA game and then you got guys with real information that can affect others. You know, I try to be the latter in these parts. You dig? But I think I'm about to wrap this shit up, man. I think I'm about to wrap this up for the night. It is um, another occasion, another time for me to get ready to wrap things up. It's good to be able to record and not have to worry about going to work or not recording at the job, being able to record in front of my house. So when I'm done, I can just wrap things up, go to the house and relax. And that's what I'm about to do now. I'm about to do that so much so that I'm not even going to play an outro. I'm just going to wrap this up and then I will catch you guys on the flip side. I'm hoping to do something tomorrow. I'm not necessarily ruling that out, but I technically did something tonight and I wanted to spend um, the Monday sort of relaxing, but I also have something for Manosphere Monday, but it won't be nothing too major. It may be something that's an hour and 30 minutes, but you guys know how I'm doing it now. We're already shy of two hours and 40 fucking minutes. So you guys already know I'm wrapping this shit up for the day. Did a total of close to uh, four hours, actually, now that I think about it. With the hour and some change that I did earlier, it also goes along with this two hour and 40 minutes that I'm doing now. So, yeah, I'm kind of drained. I'm going to go in here, relax, play video games, bullshit, nothing much. Uh, but in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party Podcast. Keep it raw. Keep it real and definitely keep it red pill. I'm out. Peace.